Hey friends, welcome to Simple Saturdays. Nope, that's not what it's called anymore. Simple on purpose, <laughs> that's what we're calling it now. I am Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach and mom of three, here to check in with you every two weeks with a newsletter called Simple Saturdays and a podcast called Simple on Purpose. I am recording this while my family plays outside on the back deck playing a raucous game of street hockey to the death, dilly bars for the winner. So if you hear that in the background, that is what ha- that's what's happening. I'm sure all of you guys who are at home, working from home, this is just kind of the background soundtrack of your life, maybe like mine. So one thing that is saving our sanity is scheduling our day. And I shared this in a recent blog post, so I want to make sure that I am also putting it here on the podcast because this is something that I think a lot of us moms are thinking about. How can we manage the day, get things done that we need to get done while still honoring this weird time that we're in and the weird stresses that we're feeling? So I alternately title this, my kids made me schedule their day well in isolation because I was resistant to it. I didn't really want to do it. I just wanted like life to happen and eat second breakfast all day long. But my kids asked for it. They were peppering me with questions about when they could do this, when they could do that. And finally I was like, I'll just make you a schedule. And they, they loved it. (laughs) Now they want it every day. So we make a schedule most every morning. And it's useful because first of all, gives you a sense of control. Like it actually really does give you control when there's a lot of things that are out of our control. Our schedule is probably not one of them. We do have major control over our schedule. It provides a sense of stability. And if you have a kid who's a little bit more anxious, this is especially helpful. It gives us ownership over how we're spending our time because if something matters to you, give it a place on the schedule. It helps us balance out our day because I would just love to lay in the tub all day watching Netflix, but I have to put on other things like exercise or eating a vegetable into my schedule. So it gets done. And finally, it just takes the pressure off of the parents because if the kids know the schedule's up there, they can go see what's happening. Then they aren't coming and asking me a million times a day when they can play Angry Birds or watch Dude Perfect, which by the way, Dude Perfect on YouTube, we just stumbled across it. It is very fun for the whole family. So I want to give you some tips on how we've been setting up our schedule and how maybe you can make it easier for yourself. And the first one is to list all your ideas. And Connor and I sat down with the kids a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and we made Megalist. And we're big fans of Megalist around here because if you take the time, brainstorm, get all your ideas and make this huge list, then it's there. Then when you're in the moment and you don't really know what to do, you just look at the list and all of your really awesome ideas are like right there in front of you. You don't have to use that extra brain power. You can just continue eating ketchup chips over the kitchen sink and point to the list. So we made a mega list and I'm also going to put a link of another mega list I have of simple and easy fun things you can do with your kids around the house, around the backyard that are also learning experiences and just easy fun games for them. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. So make a mega list, a big brain dump of all the things that the kids want to do that you can do. And one strategy you can take is to make a theme. Last summer, I talked about doing a theme where each day was a different theme, like craft day, hiking day, library day. So it's kind of like planning your meals, like you have soup day or Mexican day. So if you can just make a theme and then you can generate a whole bunch of other ideas. So if your theme is food 
What are all of the ideas on things you could do and learn with the kids and have them do on their own that are under the category food? So themes are another great way to make your mega list. The next tip is to give your days a framework. And you can put this framework into a day or a multiple days, kind of it's going back to like the weekly rhythms that we've talked about before of setting up rhythms for your day and your week. And I'll link to that in the show notes as well. So you could have like a daily framework where you just have these categories of what's happening, like breakfast, cleanup, school, reading, outside. And then you can just use that. But if you want more detail, you can go back in and add specific details about what the activity is and that kind of thing. One big tip I have is to leave wiggle room. And one thing that I definitely do is overestimate the time that I think things will take so we can accommodate for this siblings getting into a fight or Googling how to make things work or just allowing us to have a smoother transition from the next activity. All in all, our day is not full. Like our day has these big chunks of time where we're working on things and it doesn't feel overwhelming. And I quickly learned that we need to be adapting as we go. For instance, we need to go outside after a meal has happened because plummeting blood sugars of our kids makes going outside as enjoyable as driving in a car with a live skunk in the back seat. It's not fun. So pay attention to what feels like it's working, what can be shifted. And my best friend Sophie is totally amazing at doing this. She is writing on her schedule to her kids. And then at the bottom of the schedule, she asks them what they want more of and less of. And they're giving their her suggestions. And it is a pro-parenting move. It is adorable. So check in at dinner or at the end of the day, like what worked for you good today? What do you want to try different tomorrow? Because it will be trial and error. You can't just plunk down a schedule in front of everybody and expect it to magically work without having to work out the kinks that are unique to your family. And this kind of goes along with that point of including your kids. If your kids are not excited about the schedule, it's probably going to be a struggle, (laughs) a struggle schedule. So when you are planning it out, get their input, do it together, make it like a group effort. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's so lame, but it's true guys. (laughs) My kids just accept this reality that their mom is full of all the lame cliche sayings because they're true, especially this next one. Oh, you're bored? That is amazing. Anything is possible. What are you gonna do? I think boredom is a gift, but to a child, they might feel upset about it. They might feel unsettled. They don't like that feeling of having nothing to do, but that's just a story we tell ourselves. We have lots of things to do. So after a few days of listening to particularly one kid complain about feeling bored, we sat down after a meal of food where they were fed and level-headed, and we wrote out a list of all the things they could do when they feel bored. It was their list. I just wrote it. What do you want to do when you feel bored? What are your ideas? And I helped them brainstorm and we wrote this list out. Now when they tell me I'm bored, I say, go look at your list. You have great ideas. You should do one of them. Because parents can't be doing all of the entertaining, all of the schooling, all of the meals. Like we cannot be doing all of these things all of the time. So next tip, plan your own day too as a parent. Because I know the first days of isolation, I had things in the back of my mind that I hoped to do, but I found myself just kind of floundering around. I felt like I was in a fog and I was finishing the end of the day feeling frustrated and unproductive, but still exhausted. So I started doing brain dumps of all the things in my head 
that I could spend my time doing. Like I didn't give myself a to-do list. This was a list of things I could do because when there was a minute where I knew that I want to do something for me, something that's going to make me feel productive or purposeful or something that brings me peace. I just want to have a list and I can just go and check things off my list as I feel I have the time and attention and add things in there that help you take care of yourself. Whatever things recharge you and nourish you, write down one every day and schedule it. Make sure you have time for you too. Even if it's the end of the night and you are sitting in a nice hot tub with a cup of tea and a really great podcast or a show on Netflix, like make time for you. And the last tip is check in on the feelings of the people around you and yourself. A schedule can feel comforting, like there's structure and there's next steps. It feels intentional and directive, but don't let it become something that keeps you moving forward and keeps you avoiding feeling whatever you need to feel in this process, especially your kids. If they're acting out and restless and complaining, remember this is hard for them too. Like we as adults are having a hard time making sense of this, staying optimistic, being kind, showing up with one another with intention and grace. Imagine how much harder it is for our kids who are still learning how to emotionally cope with the color of toothpaste or wearing pants. So check in with each other. We're all feeling some stress. We're all dealing with it the best we know how. We really can't tell people how to experience their feelings, but we can just be there for them. I know that the first few weeks at home, my kids were having a lot of stress and acting it out. And I would talk to them and they would just say, I am just so sad or I'm so mad that I don't get to go to school. And we need to make space for that. We need to make space for the real feelings that people are feeling. We can't always just push on through the next thing without dealing with that first. I know I've talked about this before, but I think it just bears repeating over and over again. Check in with yourself. Take time to put schedules on hold when your kids just need a hot minute, when you just need a hot minute to feel like things are not okay. And then use the schedule to keep moving forward in the direction you want to go. Keep showing up in the ways that are important to you. Throughout this month, I've also been covering the topic of stress and overwhelm in my group coaching program, the Life on Purpose Academy. That program is always open for enrollment. So if that's something you want teaching on and coaching on and regular support on, then check out the Life on Purpose Academy or email me or message me directly for more information. We would love to have you there. It is $29 a month Canadian, and it is a way that you can get coaching support and real coaching tools to apply to your life without the commitment of one-on-one coaching. So it's very approachable. It's very helpful. And I'm just really, really proud of the program and of the women that are in it and the work that they're doing in their own lives. Thanks for being with me for another Simple on Purpose episode. And if you aren't already subscribed, stop by and subscribe to the Simple Saturdays email newsletter that comes out every two weeks. And I hope you have a great week. Share this episode with a friend if you have found it helpful.